I'm Jared Treadley. You're watching Designer Blueprints, a series that I want to bring to you of conversations with designers about the blueprints behind their careers as some of the best designers that we know out there. Every designer we meet, they have an interesting approach to their career. There are forks in the road. There are decisions that they made at certain times within their career that have led them to where they are now. Many designers we know go through very similar struggles to all designers, whether it's being laid off, whether it's moving to another country, whether it's moving into a more senior, different type of position. There are the blueprints behind these decision makings and what can we all learn from all these other designers that have been on this journey and how can we share that information? So this series for me is about sitting down and having those conversations with designers, learning about the why, learning about the situations that they've been through. How do they approach them? How did they structure some of their thinking? What were pivotal moments for them that really led them on this path? Join me as I get to have some great conversations with designers and I hope you get as much from it as I do. Hi, welcome, I'm Jared, this is Bamboo Crowd. I'm here today with Scott Gary, product designer. We are here to talk about a really interesting journey that Scott's just been on, but maybe you can quickly introduce yourself and, uh, and what you do. <laughs> I'm Scott, I am a, uh, I'm a product designer. I live in New York City, been working in the design industry for about six years now. Full stack, big uh, motion and interaction designer, just do like a, a little bit of everything. Love that, love that. Okay, well, let's go to sort of, not the start of your career because we want to focus on this recent journey, but most recently you were working at Peloton. I was, yeah. <laughs> Peloton uh, did unfortunately have some layoffs. Yep. You were part of that? I was. <laughs> take, take us through real quick, just some of the, what, what happened there. Yeah, so um, I know it made big national news, but I was uh, an unlucky member. I got laid off that day, and so essentially I, I wake up one morning and I don't have a job. I've, I've had a job every day since I was like 16 and worked in the supermarket. Yeah. Like this is the first morning I wake up and I go, oh my God, I don't have a job. So I get hit with every wave, every stage of grief, emotion, you name it, that you can imagine. I, I'm like frantically, I'm freaking out. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm sad, I'm angry, I'm like every little thing. But then a, a, very, like a magical thing happened where I look down at my phone and it is absolutely blowing up. Like this made national news, right? So. Yeah. Um, I also put my name on one of those like open to work Excel sheets that go yep. around with every uh, round of layoffs. I think I was like the second name in it. And so I think I got over 500 LinkedIn messages, emails, wow. you name it, across the board from recruiters, hiring managers, like literally like fr friends, family, like, you know, like literally everybody. I did not look away from my phone until like 8 p.m. that night. Oh it God. was just like, and then the next day. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, and then the next day, into the next week, it's just constant like ding, 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 all the way up and down my phone. I like it was, it was seemingly every every five minutes I was getting like a new ping from some prospective company. It was one of the most ridiculous things I've wow. ever experienced. So it was, I mean, you weren't prepared necessarily. No, for not the, at all. for the for the layoff in the first place, which means that you know, for you as a designer, you weren't actively reaching out to companies, you weren't maybe even updating your, your nope. folio with work. It just, you know, you were, you were in a job, you're working away. Yep. And then this happened. Okay. So with 
this, these, this inundation of messages and that, that just felt for you a little bit of reassurance, like, hey, I have a set of skills, I'm going to be okay? Or oh, yeah, like, my, like, my knee-jerk reaction, like I said, I feel this wave of emotions. Mm. The initial one is, I will never get a job again. First thing I think, I don't have a job, I'll never get one again. And so this provided some level of reassurance yeah, that like, yeah. okay, I might be good. Yeah. I might, <laughs> I might, everything might be okay. This, the, yeah. But like to your point, I'm like, everything's out of date. I, I don't have an updated portfolio. I haven't touched my, I haven't written code in like over a year. I haven't mm. touched my website. I haven't like, there's so many just like base level. My resume doesn't even have my last job on it. Like. Maybe. There's so many base level things I need to do before I even like entertain the idea of speaking to a company mm. just yet. So, so what was what was action plan from there then? <laughs> there was no there was no plan. <laughs> that, right, okay. That's the thing. It was like yeah. there there's no plan. So I just immediately start responding to messages. Okay. Yep. And then I just because like you know big names start coming in. Like I see a, a name of a company reaching out that I know. I'm I still in the back of my head. I go. I'm never going to have a job again. I have to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, um, yep, tomorrow? Tomorrow uh, meeting? Yeah, sure, right. sure. And so something that I realized during this, like I think I had a meeting that day with somebody. Mm -hmm. And so one of the common questions, I think the first question that most people ask you is, what are you looking for in your next role? Right. And that would hit me day one. <laughs> and I went, oh my god, I have, I have no idea. I, 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 I haven't even processed this entire thing yet, right. never mind actually taking the time to step back and think about what it is I actually yep. want in a next role right. rather than I'm in the mode where I just, I'm going, I need a role, I need a job, I need a job. Never, now I'm, I'm sort of realizing I'm in the situation where I get to sort of like choose yeah. exactly what industry, what type of role, what yep. like that, it's, it's, like a, it's like an open, uh, open, open canvas if you right. want. So that's where I start. I like took a day after that to sort of just like sit back, reflect, mm -hmm. think about like what aspects of work at any company I've liked, what aspects of work I might not have liked, and how I can like lump that all into like a story that I can tell to myself and prospective companies for mm -hmm. when I go through this interview process. Did you also use some of that reflection once you got some of that down? I think you mentioned to me about even triaging the messages that you were receiving. Oh, yeah. And so now you have a bit of this story. Now you can receive these messages, you know, the 500 plus and think, you're not going to be able to speak to all 500. No. But it might be pretty obvious that some, they're just not going to fit the parameters of what you're searching for. So did you start to then think, okay, how might I structure my conversations or who am I actually going to speak to? Yeah, it, based on the that? next few days was a lot of just going through all of those messages and mm -hmm. going, Okay, I'm not trying to be very picky at the beginning. Right. Like I'm casting a fairly broad net. Right. So while I can't respond to all 500, <laughs> I reached out to a lot of people. Yeah. And I just said like, because you know at the beginning you're like I'm doing my due diligence. Right. I don't know. Like it it sounds cool. Like but I don't know yet. Mm. So you know I go through. It's more like it's it's less getting rid of ones I don't like. It's more finding the ones that do sound appealing to me. Yeah. And so I say like, okay, I've heard of that company, I think that sounds like, I know they have a cool product. Let me see what's going on there. Oh, oh my God, like I, I love this product. Absolutely, mm -hmm. I, they're, they're reaching out. That, save, that like saves me the time of having to reach out later. Yep. Then going through, so, and then like obviously I, during that reflection period, I'm thinking about what companies I want to work for too. Yep. So I reach out to them uh, independently, sort of like I would do if I were doing just like a standard yeah. job search. So yep. at this point, then I have like a mixture of like companies that have reached out um, that I, I think based on what I'm personally looking for mm -hmm. sound appealing. 
I've sent some feelers out to like other companies too um, yep. that I might be interested in. Um, and so now I've, I've started to amass like a, a large pool of, yeah, of companies yeah. that this like, I mean, this, this is where I started to realize the like, um, <laughs> the, the difficulty of doing this while like, while I don't have a job and my calendar is very open mm -hmm. scheduling, all of the, the scheduling aspect of yep. this now became like a much more oh, yeah. real thing. And down the line, it became more challenging than the interviews themselves was yep. just scheduling everything, Wait playing like calendar Tetris from 9 a.m. Eastern until 8 p.m. Eastern, like wow. full day, so trying to like, yeah. yeah, yeah, trying to like fit in chunks of time. But you start to like, even with these initial like 30 yep. minute conversations, you start to notice like, okay, this is getting a little bit challenging. Oh but, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's something I definitely lean on with a lot of people is, as you get more interview activity, the interviews are gonna get more intense. Oh yeah. They're gonna take more of your energy. If you spend too much of your energy on the wrong interviews, you're not gonna have enough energy left for the, the real top choice companies yep. as well. So a lot of, lot of uh, mitigation there. So, okay, let's, I wanna move through, start moving through the rounds and how it started to shape out. Did you have maybe 30 minute conversations with all 20? And, or, or thereabouts, pretty, pretty much first rounds, Pretty, pretty much all 20 I had yeah. intro conversations. Yep. Um, that's where I started to... <laughs> pretty, New York. I, that's amazing, <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, I, I had a, every company I had the intro yep. 20 or 30 minute conversation. From there, I, I was honestly able to weed out about five of them just, yeah. based, just based on like role was not a fit, um, yep. you know, just like any of the varying factors that Parameters go into it, that it was just like, sat on. Yep. okay, like, I, I don't think this is gonna, this, this is not gonna work out, yep. but um, the other ones was able to move on to. And yep. then like, even though the companies are all different, they all have essentially the, well, a, they all essentially have the same structure. We're like next, now interview we're Interview process, very Yeah, similar. interview process. Yep. So like yep. next round, we're on to like a hiring manager yep. um, interview, usually one hour. Um, so for about 15 companies, I had that one hour interview. Yeah. So that's 15 hours right off the bat there yeah. um, that I'm spending talking to 15 different hiring wow. managers. What, what was the signal that maybe, because I think once you start speaking with a hiring manager, right, that's potentially the person you're gonna work with yep. directly. That's the director of product design, VP, some, someone in, in that team. It, like how important is that call? Because it's extremely that's, important. You know, you're a senior product designer, you're still looking to design leadership in, in, in your role. What it's, were you looking for? And so what's, what's, what, maybe some things that stood out, maybe some things that didn't stand out in those second round calls. A lot of things. So I, I described it to different recruiters as this mental algorithm that I put together when okay. choosing a role. So it's a bunch of different factors. It's like, what am I going to be working on? Who's my manager? Uh, what are the, the what, what, what industry is it in? What, what are the teammates like? Like all these different like things go into my mind. And mm -hmm. who's my manager is like top, top two like top most important things yep. uh, that I care about when it comes to uh, choosing a role, right? Yep. And so that initial conversation is a major like that's fork a in- That's a touch in, point, yeah. It's a major decision fork. Yep. Like I need to have, the, the vibes have to be good in, yeah. in that initial conversation, right? Because this is essentially the person that I'm going to work directly with that is gonna be responsible for my own personal development and growth. Mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna work closer with than probably any other person. Mm -hmm. So I want to be able, to, I want to be confident going in that like, I like this person, I trust them. Um, I'm confident in their ability to lead uh, a, a team and myself and like yep. all of that. Like I, I want, and it's a, it's an hour conversation, right? Yeah. Like I, it's decent. It's, 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 it's a good amount of time. Like I can't, 
I can't definitively be like, yes, this is perfect. But as long as you get a good signal mm -hmm. during that, then you're like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. Like, that's that sounds good. I, I'm I'm cool to move forward in the process. How, how much did you feel like you had to also sell yourself in that round? Uh, like at all? A, a, de <laughs> or a decent even, amount. Even even amount between them, sort of telling you about themselves and their company, and and you. I I felt like this interview process was so much different. Like I've had. I think I've gone through the interview process like four or five times right. in the course of my career. This was the one where I felt like it was more companies selling themselves to me rather than me selling yeah. myself myself to the company. Like it, 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 maybe that was just like the way that I approached it because I had so many um, like offer like or not offers yet, but opportunities, like opportunities on yeah. the table yeah. that it was more like I approached it a lot more confidently than I, I did in any of my other interview rounds, so. I imagine those those design leaders though too, they were very, they're very aware of the market, I would hope. Yeah. And they know that they have to do a bit of a sell, right? Because they know that they've got 14 other competitors out there and other teams that are also maybe speaking to yourself, so. Not, not I, <laughs> that being said, like, I do definitely sell myself to oh, yeah, Like I'm, com yeah. I'm very confident in, in my, my skill level as a designer, yep. so I'll flex that in the, in the beginning, obviously. Yeah. Um, but more so, like I know it's the the common like saying I'm interviewing them as much as they're interviewing yeah. me, and like I, I try to lean very heavily on trying to get as many questions in mm -hmm. um, to uh, suss out <laughs> the the different opportunities, yeah. if if you will. Yeah. So then mo moving from that round to then your your next rounds after that, was there a, that fork that decision fork? Was it a big fork? Were there definitely some that you went. That's, I, there, can't, I can't see myself There being were there. only a few. So yeah. from that 15, I think there were three companies um, after the, the manager interview that I said, I, I don't think that this is a, a good fit. Um, but for the most part, like I yeah. went forward with 12 of them. Yeah. So okay. I, I did think it was a, a very strong fit. I mean, and so this is like another big point. Like yeah. once you go through that, you know that the next portion is like, for most companies, a final round. And that's like yep. a five hour. Uh, more time required, more energy, so more effort. To say yes at that point is like, I'm making an investment in, in that company. Like I'm saying like, I'm willing to spend like a lot of time mm -hmm. um, and energy interviewing yeah. with you. Yeah. So to say yes to 12 was like a pretty big deal at, at that point. Okay, okay. So then, so then you're going through this more intensive, well, you know, virtual on-site, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you're speeding through those. What, what are you finding throughout some of that? Is it a bit, you must have had a pretty good uh, portfolio presentation by then. Yes, I, <laughs> I can give my portfolio presentation with my eyes closed right now. I know every single, I know every single slide to it. I know yeah. the order, I know what comes next. I know the jokes that land. I know the, the jokes that don't land. Yeah. Like I have practiced this thing so many times in and out. Sometimes yeah. I give it in the, um, in the manager presentation, yep. I give it every single time in the in the final presentation, yep. but I probably gave it like oh, over 20, 20, 30 times. Yeah. Like it, yep. so I, I know that I know every case study in and out, back and forth. So you're able to present that. What what are some without we won't go into too much detail on all these different on sites, but what are some standouts? What what were things that stood out about what you really loved about maybe some things in those processes? Maybe a certain interview that you had that like why was it great? Maybe some things that weren't good that you were like, this was not a great part of this process and I didn't enjoy it. Uh, let me think. It's, it's really hard to say because so many these interviews honestly blend together wow. so much because <laughs> they're honestly really similar where yeah. uh, I get asked a lot of the same questions in them. Um, yeah. I get 
Even like I do prep calls with the uh, with recruiters, yep. and every time they go, okay, so this is how our interview process goes, and I I always at the beginning want to go, I know I know how it goes, <laughs> but I, uh, I I can I can recite it back to you, yeah, yeah. yeah. So some are slightly nuanced, but there's some interviews that are just like they ask you layup questions, right? Like right. very just simple, like yep. what are your greatest strengths and weaknesses? Like right. I like inter I I respect interviewers that like come in and give me hard-hitting questions that like make me think. Okay. And there's there's definitely a few interviews that I did that stood out where I, I get asked, like, you know, like I'm sort of sitting there after doing so many of these interviews, getting asked the same questions over and over again, that yeah. I get asked like very specific, like uh, personally like related questions, like very, or how do I say this? Very like specific targeted questions about different aspects of my mm -hmm. work experience yep. that made me step back and go like, oh my, that's a good question. Yeah. And so then you start like riffing. Like I went over several interview rounds with people that we just mm. like nerded out about work or something like that, which, okay. you know, like it's always, a, it's always a good sign. Right. Um, you know, what do you think that's a signal of when you get one of these harder hitting questions, which, which you, which you liked in a way, because you, it's obviously a signal to you what, that they're paying attention more to what you've done, that it could be an environment that's going to challenge you as so a designer. I, I was going to say, like, one of the mental algorithm things that yeah. I like to say when people are asking me what I'm looking for in my next role is that, like, I want to work with people that are going to level me up, right? Like, I want to work yeah. with, like, really good people. Yeah. I, like, that's, it, we work with these people every day for, like, eight hours. Like, yeah. I want to work with people that are going to challenge me. So, obviously, like I said, I'm interviewing them equally as they are interviewing me. When I get a hard-hitting question like that, I'm like, Oh yeah, let's go. Like this, yeah. this person, like they, they get it. Like I, uh, like I, I, they, they, like this is good. This is yeah. positive. Like this okay. already, I can tell if this is how you conduct an interview. Mm -hmm. Imagine how you work like in the in the real world. I want to work with this person. Right. Like that it's sort of it's sort of that thing starts uh, okay. starts starts happening. Okay. Well, I think you know we see in the market, and it sounds like you had this experience too. Like some companies have very very. Um, quick interview processes. Yep. They're not too intensive. They're trying to condense their processes, make them um, quicker to get through, uh, maybe less less stages, things like that. In your case, I feel like you wanted some challenge and sometimes we see an interview process on paper and it looks intense. It looks like there's a lot to it, a lot of meetings, a lot, you know, whiteboard exercises, things like that. In, in your case, maybe that would have that would be a better thing for you because it is more challenging versus like, oh, we just do two conversations and then we can offer you a job. Yeah, I, I had a few that were literally like, like literally two conversations yeah. and job offer. Like, and I, then I had some that were um, manager meeting, final round interview, like team matching, team yep. interviews afterwards. Like you're meeting like five to six to seven different people yep. throughout the course of that. So like, yeah, and it's, it's so hard. Like you're... Right. You're, you're trying to judge um, a very like major life investment off yeah. of a few conversations. So the more the merrier, in my opinion. Like, yeah. If I, as long as I have the time, like right. I, I am afforded as You were unemployed I, like, at the time. I, I don't have a job, <laughs> like I have a full open calendar. Yeah. Meanwhile, like previous times when I have a job, I'm like trying to squeeze in, like trying to like totally. find any little like moment that I can, uh, I, I, can uh, I can talk to people. So yeah. yeah, like in this, I'm like I said, like I'm trying to do as much due diligence as yeah. possible just yeah. because it's such a major decision so and you're incredibly fortunate to be in the position to have the opportunity to Absolutely. do that due diligence um which again is kind of a sign of the of the market right now for designers um okay so fast forward you've, you've gone through these stages um you shared with me earlier you were very fortunate to end up with 10 offers yep. 
which is amazing. Uh, there's only one of you, yes. <laughs> so you can only take one. Um, you go through these steps. I wonder if as you did the final rounds, whichever, wherever that lay in the process, did you already have a feeling of like, I feel like this company is ranking more highly. If I were to get an offer from them, I, I feel more serious about it versus I felt good about that company and they might give me an offer, but I don't know if I really want to be there anyway. Yep, right. I, yeah, like directly, like even earlier on in the process, a lot of like friends and family are like, oh, who is it? Who are you, who are you going with? Who are you going yeah. with? And I, every time I go, I can't, I, I don't know yet. I need yeah. to, the final interview is where I like truly, truly suss out and determine whether yep. or not like this is Getting a company all that- the info. Yep, yep, exactly. Like that's, that's the time. And yep. so even after then they go like, it's, well, what's your ranking? What's your ranking? And it may, I always go, I don't know yet until I have an offer on the table. I can't because part of that mental algorithm is comp too. Right. You can be like the coolest company in the world, but if there's this like major delta in comp, unfortunately, like it's it's going to be too hard to pass up an offer like right. that. So that's a huge factor that goes into the decision making play yep. at the at the end of it. But like that being said, obviously at at um, what I would respond to people is like pound for pound, if every single person here was equally weighting comp, they just gave me the exact yep. same offer, then for sure, coming out of those final round interviews, like I have a clear ranking of which ones okay. like interest me the most, whether it be the work that I'd be doing mm -hmm. is more interesting to me, whether it be the people that I met, uh, the team just like vibed with me a, a lot better. Yep. Um, different like aspect or the manager, like I really like this manager. I really like the way that they uh, they talked about like growth and development or mm. something like that. Like all these different factors weighted in. Yep. And then once you get the offers on the table, then you see the comp and then it allows it's you real to like, then. weight those things yep. with, with that aspect of it. Um, and then eventually narrow it down, which narrowing down 10 choices is like nearly an impossible wow. task. So. What were some of the things that you started, you're going back through that mental algorithm, looking at maybe the offer, knowing it was real, because I guess at that point, right, once you've got the offer, then you were able to add it to your, your plate of like, I can actually seriously consider this now. Before yep. then you were almost refusing to consider yes. it. So you got them, you're looking at them, you're going through the mental algorithm, like how are you trying to whittle it down or how? It, it was so <laughs> challenging, it's like, I, I mean. A person wore a weird colored t-shirt that day. There yeah, I, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I first of all, like it was hard to just like, I mean, I took so many notes throughout, like my, yeah. my note like app was like, <laughs> it took like a minute to scroll all the way down it just because yeah. It was so many interviews at so many different companies. It was yep. hard on my own just to remember, yep. like a month ago when I was talking in this round to the this first person, round what they and, said. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so one thing that I do is like when I'm interviewing is I have a few questions that I, like, I really care about that I use to like uh, as like get baselines, and I ask to every single person, both at every company and individuals at different mm. companies. So I can ask them that and see and measure against across the entire company how people respond to the same question. Um, what's one of those questions? <laughs> uh, what it, my favorite, the question that I lead with is what's the quality bar here and how do you maintain that? Because I care more than anything about doing high quality mm -hmm. work and I like to see, I, I like to get a baseline judgment of how, how that company uh, treats quality. Like, yeah. What does it mean? Quality to experiences. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Love that. Okay. And so that's like one of them that I'll, I'll look through the answers to and I'll see like get a baseline, just like understanding of how people are approaching that. Mm -hmm. 
But you know, at, like I don't have to go at that granular level. Like you come out of these interviews and you you know, like this is this place is awesome. This place is all right. They're pretty good. Yeah. Uh, this place it might not be a fit. So you're whittling down the offers. You're going through through the process here. Was there a point where maybe you had decided that you weren't going to go through with, with a few, but you still didn't have all the information you needed to decide on the one? Did you go back to them and yeah. ask for more? Yeah, a few of them I had a, a few follow-up questions. Just like generally they were about specific roles. And I would okay. always lead these conversations with, okay, um, I'm very interested in the role at your company. I just need to know exactly what it is I'm working on because it's, you know, you, you like when you start these interviews, generally they come from like a very like uh, broad overview of like mm -hmm. maybe you're working, maybe like some of them you don't even know what team you're working on. Right. Then maybe at the, by the end you start to see this like this form shape of this is the team that you're working on. But a lot of times I'm asking like more high level questions about how the organization operates or how the design teams operate, mm -hmm. less so like literally what am I going to be working on yeah. every day. So generally my follow up questions would be around the exact like work that I would be doing, like the day to day. Yeah. Once yeah. once I'm able to like uh, suss out like the different teams, the people on the team, the manager, yeah. the the industry, like all those things. Then the final, like, what's my day to day going to look like, is yeah. generally like the final thing um, that that I'll ask about right yeah. at the end. If I need any any sort of like qualify or uh, clarifying uh, questions to, at the end to of make the, the call. Uh, Did you give us an idea of maybe time frame then of you know you got these offers, you're potentially sitting on them on while, while you go through this this process. Did you allot yourself a, a certain amount of time? Did did them the companies giving the offers a lot you a certain amount of time to get back to them? How did the timing work there? So this was like the hardest part of, <laughs> this was by far the hardest part of the experience because like in an ideal world, I get every offer on the same day and I have like a week to choose and and that's it, good yeah. good and done. But that is obviously not how it, it happens. <laughs> Some companies take longer. Um, sometimes I do have these clarifying questions which extends the uh, the, the, the time in between. Yep. So essentially what it ended up looking like is coming out of those final round interviews, like I said, I have like an idea of the company, of my, my top few companies. Yep. But I have, but some people got offers to me earlier mm -hmm. than others. And so generally most companies are gonna give you about a week deadline and not wanting to like, I, I, I don't want to uh, like drag out the process for companies mm -hmm. that might not be in the, the like the finalists in that pool just because I that's you already I, knew yeah okay. exactly so that's respectful so at some for some of the companies I did like uh, while I'm still waiting on some of the some of the other offers I ultimately go like I I. I think I'm going to pick one of these other offers. Even if I don't have that exact offer on the table, I still had to take some of the offers off of my own table, mm. just out of respect for the, uh, out of the respect for the companies. Like, yeah. Which does add a lot of uncertainty and stress because essentially you're saying no to some offers while you're waiting for others other yeah. offers to come on the table. What if something goes wrong? What if those offers uh, what, don't, come. don't come through? It, it's possible. So, like that was an added stress level during this entire wow. experience, where I'm I, like I'm very confident that like I have the verbal offer. Like they say, right. we're extending you an offer. Just waiting for it in writing, and so you know, it, it's just like a, a little uh, what a <laughs> yeah yeah roller exactly. coaster of emotion of 
on one hand, elation to receive offers. You, exactly. You jump through the, the hoops and these companies are offering to pay you hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, they're about to in a package and... I'm saying, like, literally, I'm saying no to companies that I would have dreamed of working for, like, two years ago, which is a bizarre experience to me. Like, it's, I was in such a luxury, like, it, an incredibly lucky yep. position, but it's, it was very, it's very weird to have to do that, to yep. say no to so much money and opportunity at, like I said, like I, I wouldn't go through a final round interview process, mm. process if I didn't want to work somewhere. Like right. these were all fantastic companies. Like yeah. I, I really loved every single company that I went through the, the full uh, interview loop with. Right. So it was probably the hardest thing <laughs> I've ever had to do. And I had to say no nine times. So right. it was like wow. each conversation was, was brutal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, respectful for you to to do that was there was there something obviously you accepted a job yep and you're going to be starting next week um so you did get there with your decision making <laughs> so obviously there was something really stand out about them that that ultimately helped with that i have a couple of little tidbit questions did you accept the highest offer you got i i didn't but so there you go one of the benefits of having so many offers on the table is the negotiation phase where I was able to leverage the amount of offers that I had mm -hmm. to drive some of the different offers up. So several of the offers were significantly higher than the initial offer that I got. Um, okay. But no, ultimately I did not choose the one that gave me uh, the most money, though the uh -huh. offer was still very attractive. I bet, I bet, I'm certain. But that's a really good point about negotiating because Obviously, the, the luxury of having multiple offers is great, different companies that you can work for, but then it obviously gives you a little bit of negotiating opportunity too, yep. which is something we're seeing very, very commonplace at the moment. Real quick, what was some of your experience with that? Were companies receptive? How did you approach a couple of things? It was, Were they open? It was about 50-50. Like yeah. some, um, some companies I went to and I said, I mean, generally the recruiters that I was work that the recruiters that I was working with mm -hmm. were very aware that I was interviewing. Like I, right. I was very open at the we're beginning. Transparent with yep. Hey, uh, I'm interviewing at 12 companies right now, and mm -hmm. and you're one of them. Every single time, and and every update throughout the course, I get the question: Is there any offers on the table? Yep. Any any like? Do we need to speed things up? Um, I I let them know. So they everyone was very aware at that point that yep. I was interviewing a lot of different places. So. When it came to the offer period, I had companies asking me, here's the offer. Um, do you have other offers on the table? If right. so, we can, uh, we, we can, we can, we're open to, we, we're, yeah, <laughs> we, we're open to changing some, some things within the comp package. Yeah. Um, I, on the flip side, I went to a few companies. I said, Hey, I have these offers on the table. Um, a few of them were more so like this. We, we did everything we can. Right. We, we really can't budge on this at all. Um, and then ultimately, like you can go to companies and say, "Hey, um, I really want like I really want to work here. Um, I have these offers on the table, yeah. which I'm able to like. I literally had a spreadsheet or like I made this like Figma like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. thing, um, outlining the the comp and everything, where I can just read off the different offers to them, and I say, this is what I have. It would make my decision a lot easier. Uh, ultimately, yeah. if you were able to." Uh, match something like this you're removing the variable of of comp in a way to focus on exactly the like yeah. ideal like i said ideally if all comp is exactly the same that i can focus on what work am i going to be yeah. doing what are my teammates like what's my manager like etc yeah. 
Love that. Well, congrats on accepting your new role. You start on Monday with Meta Reality Labs. Yep. Excellent. Um, some, what, what are a couple of the highlights of things that you'll get into there? Yeah, I, I mean, I can't talk about exactly what I'm going to be working <laughs> on, which is a, a fun aspect of it. That is kind of cool. But yeah, I'm going to be working on, on essentially like brand new things. That's something Amazing. that it was really important to me. Like I, I like being able to, I'm a very creative person, so yeah. I like being able to have impact working on something from zero to one, being Pretty able cool. to like yeah. mold the, the clay of a, of a brand new space is yep. really exciting to me. Um, every single person I talked to there was awesome. They all like raved about the company. They, I heard all, only positive things. Yep. Any, any negative thing w w was like, um, I mean, people were really transparent to me too, which, mm -hmm. which I respected. Like I understand, I understood from them all the pros uh, and cons mm -hmm. of working there. I, it sounded really exciting to me. The manager that I spoke to like checked all the boxes and everything like that. I like, so I'm, I'm really pumped. Awesome. Big, big congrats to you. I want to wrap it up real quick. What would be, what would be a couple of top tips and maybe pieces of advice that you might have? Maybe someone looking for a job with, with some interview tips. And it sounds like you have incredibly organized instruction, yep. which I think worked in your favor. And maybe any advice for someone that maybe has recently been another designer getting laid off or we are seeing a little bit of that. Um, what would you say to someone that, that's sort of going through that as well? I'd say for in terms of interviewing advice, spend as much time preparing as possible. And what that means is like get together that pitch deck and like mm -hmm. know it back and forth. I practice this thing on my own without actually interviewing. Yeah. I don't even know how many times. Like I was able to recite my entire deck end to end before I even before spoke even to first, a company. Yeah, let and, alone the 12th infinity. And also like you're, when you're presenting, like you're showing, like you're presenting your own personal brand. So spend yep. time working on that presentation. I, I got comments from like over half the companies on the design of my presentation. Like of the actual deck of itself, the actual, not just the work. Of the, the actual presentation. Like you're go. interviewing for a designer role. So hopefully <laughs> your presentation like looks, looks good, right? Yep. Um, so definitely spend some time on that. Also, like in addition, like I said, I had this like giant list of questions, like come prepared with a list of questions, know the questions that you want to ask, know the things that you care about, um, even prepare answers to the questions that you're going to be asked. So I wrote down this, this one I did more on the fly. Yeah. Like when I got asked a challenging question, I would write it down and then retroactively I would go and answer it. Like this is Sometimes you don't answer everything perfectly on, on, uh, on try one, yeah. but when you hear a question, then you, I literally would write bullet points to responses to it. So then when I get asked a similar question, all I have to do is like glance over at it um, yeah. in, in, on my, uh, my other monitor, and then I, I'm, I'm more prepared. And so to answer your second question in terms of uh, for any designer or anybody who's been laid off recently, don't worry about it. Like, really, <laughs> I, I mean, I, like... It's, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Like it's, I, I know the feeling it, it sucks. Uh, it's scary, but it's, I, I promise like there's a, there's a whole world of opportunity out there. In a yeah. lot of cases, I find people lose their jobs and then find even better ones, uh, directly after. So yeah. it's, it's all good. It is a really good time for opportunity. That's for sure. And, um, I think your preparedness is a big part of it too. So once dealing with that, that feeling of, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? You sprung to action and you got prepared and then you got the result. Yep. Well, congrats. Thanks. Thanks again for coming in. Um, this is super interesting for me. Many people are going through similar journeys. I hope 
Other people get some insightful stuff like this. Um, your website's live if anyone wants to go check out some of your work. You're on LinkedIn. Yep. You can share some of that. Um, see you in the, in the metaverse. Yep, you know it. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks Thank so much. you.